futurists. Thank you for tuning in to We Can't Handle the Heat, the number one podcast for keeping you up to date on all things relating to the sectors of climate, energy, and space. My name is Gina Deludio, and today we're going to talk about the future for all sectors of our lives. Interestingly, as scary as climate, energy, and space could be, they're a lot like time. Time is a concept we are all familiar with. One thing we all know is that time flies. Just like when we got this assignment, for instance. Sure, we knew when the deadline was coming, but most of us believe we had more than enough time to get it done. It was something so far away, it was out of our concern. Like time, climate, energy, and space are out of sight and out of mind. It is a commodity we have abundance of until we don't. Then who knows? We might stay up all night trying to finish an assignment or even recording a podcast. But that could never be me. Now that's the biggest weakness of this sector. Climate, energy, and space are so important, but so distant from our day-to-day lives until we need them. Until the sunny vacations suddenly stop being sunny, our computer suddenly dies and won't charge. We don't have endless resources. Our energy sources aren't super efficient. We're working on it though, however, driven largely by our desire to go into space. Perhaps the limited resources are the true reason why so many are looking towards leaving this planet in the first place. Now space exploration drives research into technologies that may improve our daily quality of life. Efficient energy devices that let us charge our computer through solar power when needed, technologies that enable us to access the internet in places that were once technological deserts, even gathering or creating resources from space that we can't even find or aren't safe to make on Earth. The best and brightest are finally garnering some attention and funds. World leaders are meeting annually at the G20 summit, right now as a matter of fact in Indonesia, to adapt to these escalating issues. For as much as people don't want to admit, climate migration is a thing. After reading an article from the Boston Globe, it addresses how the New England region has become a safe haven for climate migrants, Worcester, Massachusetts specifically. By the end of the century, It's predicted that tens of millions of Americans will have left coastal areas, the South and the West, because of the threat that storm surges, rising temperatures, and wildfires pose. The Bay State has already expanded more quickly than any other state in the region over the past 10 years, thanks to its natural resources, milder climate, and robust economy. Change will only make this trend more pronounced. For instance, more than 6,200 people left Puerto Rico for the mainland in 2017 as a result of Hurricane Maria's damage. And most of them moved to Massachusetts. Only Pennsylvania and Florida received more. In addition, more than 6,800 more of Puerto Ricans moved to the Bay State the following year. The crazy thing is they didn't go to Boston. 50% of those people went to Worcester, which is already New England's fastest growing city. By the end of the century, rising sea levels are predicted to force 13 million Americans to relocate nationwide. Other catastrophes brought on by climate change, such as storms, wildfires, droughts, and high heat, are not included in the number. 13 million Americans and those factors aren't even considered? Could you imagine what that number would be? If it was? it'd be astronomical. Additionally, the figure excludes migrants from other countries, including Central America, who are escaping unfavorable environmental 
effects. It won't be easy. Getting people to change is hard enough. Getting people to change the way they work, where they live, and how they live will be a tough challenge. Shoot, I don't know about you, but I definitely don't like change. However, when faced with an emergency, people can adapt. Realizing that we don't have that much time before 11 p.m. to have our entire project finalized has spurred many of us in this room to academic excellence. Now, the real issue is that time flies. Shoot, I feel like I was just starting high school. Now I'm in college, a senior. Where did my sophomore year go? I feel like I'm a baby. Hell, we are closer to the age our parents were when they even had us. Understanding how time flies should give you an idea of how important it is to address our climate issues and find new ways of utilizing and producing energy and developing solutions to our resources and perhaps potential population issues in space. If we don't, quite frankly, we're all screwed and our time on Earth won't last much longer. However, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are concocting something. Moving to another planet does sound cool. But I don't know if I trust it. Do you? What does the future hold for us? Animal and plant species are already dying and losing their habitats because of the warming temperatures. Not only does climate migration affect humans, but it affects animals as well. By 2050, 100 million Americans will experience at least one 125 degree day each summer. 125 degrees? I couldn't even imagine. Some places in the south, like Arizona and New Mexico, already experience this. 110 degree days are nothing to them. Shoot, I die in 90 degree weather. Last week, it was 70 degrees. In the middle of November, I thought I was going to collapse. It is already not that far off in places in the south and southwest. Will there be another pandemic? That's another question. An article from the New York Times projected that there will be at least 4,000 new spillover events as viruses cross from one animal species to another, including transferring it over to humans. 4,000 new spillover events? 4,000 new viruses? What about the variants, the mutations? It's all insane to me. COVID-19 has already given us a glimpse of this, essentially wiping out humanity. What's gonna happen? If businesses hope to survive, they must operate within the guidelines for long-term success. Businesses that will thrive in the future will be those that capitalize on them. And that's all for today. Thank you again for listening to We Can't Handle the Heat. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward for you listening to our next podcast. Stay tuned.